Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, brought to you by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, where we proudly promote positive people. You can visit us for all of your publishing and your branding needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. Remember, that's S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySistersMedia.com. Today's episode is sponsored by our platinum partners, DHerbs.com, and I want to let you know that they are the number one seller online seller of the full body cleanse. And I just want to put that challenge out to you today. Are you really, really ready for more energy to feel better, more vitality, and perhaps drop a few pounds in between that? Well, I'm telling you the full body cleanse is for you. You have to check us out here. Go to my show, um, my actual episode that I did with them. Um, I did the cleanse. I have a tremendous testimony. It is a phenomenal way to jumpstart your health, and we're going to talk about that a little later in the show today as well. We also want to thank Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever, wherever, and however you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at Podcast dot com forward slash wealthy sisters again that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash wealthy sisters well wealthy sisters radio loves connecting business with people stories and music and our purpose is twofold first we love to provide you with that inspiration encouragement and always as we stress that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and to your business for that positive impact right now. And second, we have to provide this platform. Don't you agree to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Blog Talk Network. Yes, we just celebrated five years here, so excited about that. And you can always catch this show and all of our other great shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. Today is another awesome Tuesday, August 19, 2014, and we are celebrating life. That's what we're celebrating today. You want to join us in the celebration? Matter of fact, I think we need a round of applause for that. Let's celebrate life today. That's right. No matter how you feel, 
be a great day, a great week for you, as we know that we have a great show here for you, as we promise every week here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. And next week, we, we thought we'd do it this week, but since this is the last month, the last month for the free commercial, we're going to announce the winners next week. So you make sure you tune in. And those of you who are listening, what is she talking about, free commercial? That's right. You can possibly get a free commercial here with us on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Reach thousands every month. Get your brand exposed to professional women every month. And you could possibly get a free commercial here. And all you have to do is simply follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and join our mailing list. That's all you have to do. Join our mailing list at WealthySistersRadio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. And your name, too, can be possibly pulled for that free commercial here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Also, you know, it's that time for the question of the week. That's right. We need another round of applause for that. The question of the week. This is a great enough to go and research, find it out today. And that's what this show is all about. Our special question came this week from Rolanda from Dover, Delaware. Delaware? Delaware, that's right. A lot to say that to all my Delaware friends out there. Love Delaware. But um, Rolanda, thank you so much for submitting your question. Her question was, she wanted to know, how can she get a loan for her business, um, you know, with her credit? She said not being very favorable. She experienced some challenges there, like many of us, and she wants to know how can she bounce back to be able to get a loan for a business. So we know our very special guest today is going to help us with that uh, question. So, Rolanda, thank you so much for submitting that. I want you to stay tuned to this show because our guest is going to answer that question for you today. And if you have a question that you'd like to share or you'd like us to ask, rather, answer for you, all you need to do is send it to family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Just send the email with your information and your question, and we will probably pull it and answer it here for you on the radio. Or you can also send it to 800, or call us rather, 800-917-9435, extension 808. That's our hotline. Give us a shout-out. Let us know what you think about the show. And also, again, you can put your question there at 800-917-9435, extension 808. And as we said, just remember, this show is for you, so we want to make sure that you keep in contact with us. Follow us again on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters, and remember, join our mailing list at WealthySistersRadio.com. Well, if you've got uh, any questions you'd like to ask on today's show, I want to encourage you to call, tell everybody right now, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278. That's right. Listening live, calling in, press 1 if you've got a question on this line today because this show is a phenomenal show. It's a great topic. We're talking about discovering 
financial ways to live, you know, really, really great ways that you can can be financially free, but also to discover some debt relief strategies. Doesn't that sound good? Well, I tell you, we have an expert, a pro who has been all over the media. You look at Black Enterprise, ABC, TV One, you name it, Fox. She has been everywhere, and I am honored to have her on our show today. Ms. Sonia Smith-Valentine is a CPA and attorney and the president of Financially Fierce LLC. Don't you love that name? Sonia works with corporations to improve employee financial literacy through financial wellness and debt relief. So without any further delay, we're going to take a short break and come back with our very special guest today, Miss Sonia Smith-Valentine. With a name like that, you got to love her. I'm going to tell you that already, right? Stay tuned. You're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We'll be right back after this short break. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll free at one 877 894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net We are live back here on Welcome Sisters Radio. We are celebrating Life Day. Yes, we're bringing life and information that we're talking about today is bringing life to your finances and bringing you that hit relief. I want to also remind you that the winner's summit Speaking of that, all of this great information, another great information, what way to get it in person and live and living color at the Winter Summer 2015. Early registration has already begun, and it will be closing very soon. We have a few seats left for the Millionaire Luncheon. You could get a special ticket, a free ticket, rather, when you register right now with early registration. We even have payment plans available. So go to thewintersummit.com right now, get registered, submit your payment. Get in there. You don't want to wait to the last minute and not be able to be there at the Winter Summit 2015. That's the Winter Summit. Go to T-H-E, Winner, W-I-N-N-E-R-S, Summit. Dot com. All right. Well, hey, we're ready to get into this show. I want to just say thank you so much and welcome to our very special guest, Miss Sonia Smith-Valentine. Hello, Sonia. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here today. Yes, indeed. Well, I tell you, we are thrilled to have you on the show as we talked about this, and I know you know it. As you speak and travel all around the country, all around the world, this is a hot topic. Um, Being able to have information about financial freedom and ways that we can, you know, have debt relief strategies, this is a subject matter that I know you know all about just from all of your, your experience in this field. So we are thrilled to have you today. I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to have a fun time today. Yeah, I know we are, absolutely. And, you know, Sonia, I tell you, I'm not sure if you've heard the word out on the street, but here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we are a little nosy. 
We like to know. <laughs> we like to know a little bit about you. You know, I'm a country girl. I'm from the South, and we say, where are your people from? Who are you from? Who are your people? We like to know a little bit of information so that our audience, they can relate and they can really be able to say, you know, if she could do this or she has a friend, oh, yeah, I know what she's talking about. So why don't you share with us a little bit of information about where you grew up and how you actually got started on this path today? Sure. Um, Believe it or not, I'm a New Yorker. I grew up in New York, and uh, as I tell people, even though I'm now in the Maryland, D.C. area, I'm still a New Yorker at heart. You can take the girl out the city, but you can't take the city out the girl. Ah, so, no, that's right. <laughs> uh, I moved I feel down the same here. Thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I moved down here back in 2000, and actually, mm-hmm. um, unlike most financial experts, my path was different. Um, mm. I was not the financial advisor who then decided to go out and start, um, you know, teaching and helping folks. I was Mm -hmm. first a CPA, and then I opened up my own law firm after law school doing personal finance and consumer protection work and Mm. spent years suing banks and credit bureaus and collection agencies. And so I took my experience both from being a CPA and then from all the years of doing all of this personal finance litigation and all the insider information that I learned from all the mm. lawsuits to say, you know what, there's a way to get out here and let people know what's really going on, what's behind the curtain that they don't tell us, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and start to educate some folks. And then, mm. you know, I also empathize with folks because most people don't know, but I've been in debt and I've had a lot of the problems it's quite some time ago now, but I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've had mm-hmm. the times when, you know, the collectors were calling and you're like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, please don't let them find the car to repossess it. I've gone mm-hmm. through financial challenges um, mm-hmm. in my 20s, so I understand also, in addition to having the professional knowledge, I understand it also personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, don't you think, you know, that experience, uh, being able to experience what you had, do you think that helps you serve your clients? better yes. because you can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think I'm often able to have a much better You're breaking up a little bit. You're breaking up a little bit. If you move around or something. Yeah. No, can you hear me now? Am I clear? I'm still breaking up. You're still breaking up. Are you on a headpiece? Or? No, not at all. I'm okay. Did it get better? A little bit. Go ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, because I tried to move to see if oh, that's it. That's it right there. We're good. We don't want anybody to miss this great information. So you were saying. <laughs> um, but, yeah, as I was saying, I think I have better relationships with my clients because, mm-hmm. um, you know, often when people come in to see a professional of any kind, they're hesitant. Mm-hmm. They feel, you know, mm-hmm. like they're in a inferior position, and I often want mm-hmm. my clients to understand this is not about judgment. This is about mm-hmm. trying to help you go forward. I want my mm-hmm. clients to stop looking in the rearview mirror, and I want them to look mm-hmm. out the windshield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I sent a tweet out about the show today, and, and we talk about that. You know, should and, and I'm kind of jumping the gun here, but that whole shame that's around that, yeah. you know, should we really be, should, is there shame? Should we be ashamed of bankruptcy and things, that you know, that happen, you know, in the financial why are we so hush-hush about that? Why do people 
pretend like, oh gosh, their their life is not in you know their their challenges that they're facing. What what is that mask that we have around that? I might be asking. It, it frustrates me all the time answer. because mm-hmm. I think folks would start to get in a better financial position if they would start talking about it and stop mm-hmm. pretending that everything's okay. Um, mm-hmm. If you were to talk to the people who are close to me and my friends, <laughs> they would probably laugh because one of the requirements that I tell all my friends is don't come and say you've got the money to go to dinner when I say let's go mm-hmm. to dinner. If you don't, like tell me, I can't do that right. this week. My budget's not going to work. I'm not going to look at you and go, oh, I can't believe you don't have any money. I'm going to go, okay. I respect right. that. We'll wait until, you know, after payday, or maybe I'll say I'll treat. But right. I don't want you going into debt just to be able to have a meal with me, you know. Right. So I've got most of my friends understanding you need to just be straightforward. I'm not judging you. If anything, I want to help you. Right, 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 right. That peer pressure. So as adults, you know, we talk yeah. about it here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, peer pressure does not end. It, it, it magnifies itself in so many ways, and, um, you know, it, it, it's something that we do have to talk about. So great, great. So you were saying you, you, you started out in New York, you moved here, um, and you were suing. I mean, how incredible is that? You had a practice where you were suing banks and mortgage companies for practices that they were um, – I guess practicing on on their clients uh, or oh, your yeah. clients. I, I mean, how? What made you this? What led you to that path right there? First of all, well, I had already had. <laughs> I had already had a financial background, and um, okay. I was having a conversation with another friend of mine who was also a CPA and an attorney like myself, and she mm-hmm. was already doing that kind of work. And she says, "I know you like fighting for the underdog." I think mm-hmm. you'll like this. You should come mm-hmm. to the conference where they train the attorneys and come mm. and learn. And I went to the conference, and I was in love. <laughs> mm. I was mm-hmm. like, you mean I can, for my next-door neighbor or my friend down the street, I can go after, you know, one of the credit bureaus because they screwed up someone's credit report and forced them to do what they're supposed to do? I love mm. it. Let's go. I was on board, yeah. you know. Wow. Wow. What are some of the things that, you know, and I know we'll get more into this, and you said this led you to what you're doing today. What are some of the common things that, you know, a person would sue the the credit bureau for? I know you mentioned some of uh, bad reporting or what have you, but what are, what are some things that, I mean, we can, sue, we can sue a bank? You know, we don't just have to take it? No. You know, the the most important thing that I want to put out about um, if you get into a dispute with, you know, mm-hmm. your bank or your mortgage company or your credit card company or there's some stuff on your credit report that shouldn't be there is, A, yes, you have the right to sue, and B, mm-hmm. more importantly, it may not be that you have to pay for the attorney because a lot of folks didn't come in to me until long after the problem was going on because they were going, I don't have the money to pay for an attorney. Right. One thing I want folks to know is most of the consumer protection laws that exist let you sue the company, and if we win, the company has to pay for me, not my client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. often okay. when I was doing these lawsuits, my client's paying me my fees. When we won mm-hmm. or we settled the case, I got my fee from 
the credit bureau or the bank or the mortgage company that I sued. So mm-hmm. I want folks to know don't hesitate in going to talk to an attorney if this problem comes up because mm-hmm. often you don't have to come out of your pocket. Well, what are some of the things that a, a, a mortgage, like can someone sue the mortgage company for? I mean, I know there's a lot of talk around um, not refinancing, but uh, what's the word? The loan modifications. Modification, yeah, yes, yeah. Right. I have a um, friend that's been back and forth, back and forth. I mean, oh, yeah. are there some things that they can sue around that? Yeah, uh, there are times when mortgage companies, just like any other company, screw up things. They screw up okay. applying your payments. They screw up making sure that your taxes have gotten paid, um, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. I've gone after mortgage companies for that. I've gone okay. after uh, credit card companies for charges that are on my client's account that are not theirs. I've mm-hmm. gone after credit bureaus for um, accounts that don't belong to my client. Um, mm-hmm. I had a client who was an identity theft as a kid, and they wouldn't remove the information. I had a client who the credit bureaus listed him as dead, even though he was alive. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> all kinds of mistakes and issues happen. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a client now where we're fighting with a mortgage company because none of the information in their uh, purchase of their house ever got recorded with the state, so it still has the previous owners listed as the owners. Mm-hmm. You know, you name it, it can happen, and I've seen it happen. Um, mm-hmm. Just because they're supposed to do something often doesn't mean that that's what they're doing. Right, right. And, and you know, it's human error, you know, business yeah. things happen. But yeah. I guess what my point, and I'm wondering, is where, as as a consumer, as we are all building our businesses, very busy, trying to keep everything going, um, and you know, some things we might miss. So what what yeah. what are some things that we can actually look at and know that hey, this, there might be something to this that I can get them to take care of because. As a business owner myself, there are plenty of things that I think of, but then I always think first, not the money, but do I have the time and do I have yeah. energy to pursue that? What do you say to someone like myself that, that might have that question? Well, you know, I, I always say, although <clears throat> excuse me, although you think mm-hmm. you don't have the time, you need mm-hmm. to make the time because okay. often a small issue grows into a mountain, okay. and then okay. it is a big problem and it takes a you know takes some time to solve it so Mm -hmm. you know i've seen folks come in and they're like well you know i got into this fight with my credit card company over you know some supplies i bought from my company and i didn't Mm -hmm. do that charge or whatever and it was only 50 bucks i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna fight with them anymore but you don't pay it now Mm -hmm. they've Mm -hmm. recorded it on your credit as Mm -hmm. you not paying so now you've taken a hit now you as the business owner (laughs) want to go apply for for credit so that your business right. can grow, and you can't get right. the credit because they're looking at your personal credit going, hey, you've got this collections account. Because right. way back, right. that 50 bucks has now snowballed into a big right. problem. Okay, okay, okay. So so are there normally statute of limitations on things like that? Like I think of a, a credit card, uh, a processing company, merchant, and you <laughs> right. know, I used to sell those things, and sometimes those agreements can be very tricky, and a lot of times those salespersons are not always forthcoming, which was this case. 
And it was right. the same situation, just what you said. Okay, now you said I, this was not an agreement that I was locked into. It's not, you know, anywhere in writing, but yet they still want to say I owe this when I decided not to keep it. Are, is, are there statues? And like me, I'm like, do I have time to fool with this? I'll get to this later. Are there statues right. of limitations on those things, uh, on something like that, a situation like that? Usually most states have a statute of limitation. On average, mm-hmm. most states have a three-year limitation. So if there's a dispute, the company has three years to sue you about the dispute, and after that time passes, they can't sue you. Mm-hmm. However, three years is not automatically every state. So whatever state a person lives in, they'd have to look it up. But that's most states have three years um, okay. if they're going to sue you on something. And even though your state may have a three-year limitation or whatever the number is, by mm-hmm. contract you can change that number. So you still have to read the contract that you've mm-hmm. signed because, for example, you might be in Maryland and the merchant that you were dealing with is in Ohio. And right. the contract could say, well, we're going to use Ohio as the state laws that govern this contract. So you're mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I'm in Maryland three years. But the contract said Ohio, and let's say Ohio has six years. Mm-hmm, That's, mm-hmm. Now you've got six years that they could sue you. You can't just only go by, you know, where you live and what state is. You've got to make sure, as they say, to read the fine print on the contract. Right. Because right. the contract so, could change it. So in that case, though, so as an individual uh, like myself or the, the mm-hmm. business owner like myself, is there a statute of limitation that they can go after, have someone like you call you up, not someone, but call you up and say, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Sonia Smith Valentine, I need you to represent me because this company still has this on my credit and I did not owe this. You know, right. are there are there statute limitations on that on on our end? Yes. Okay. On our end, when it comes to um credit reporting, depending upon the situation, you're still looking at roughly a two year time frame. Okay. For issues with the credit report. Now, if you've got somebody who's harassing you, let's say like a debt collector, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you didn't pay a debt, whatever, that time frame is only one year from the time okay. they start harassing you. So that's a short okay. time period. So the minute you start getting harassing phone calls, you need to go talk to somebody. Um, okay. But the good part is with credit reporting, um, even though you've got two years, you can mm-hmm. actually restart the clock. There are ways in which um, we can dispute the information again and start a new year, new two-year clock going again, as they say, because it's, okay. it's based on when you've disputed information. Okay, and I've heard that as well for as creditors. I mean, if you start paying on it or if you acknowledge yeah. it, they can, they can start the clock. So it's kind of like that. They can start that clock all over again. Uh, yes. As well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I always tell folks, at least have, a, even if you don't think you can afford to, let's say, hire an attorney to do whatever you think may need to be done, at least have the conversation so that you know what things not to do to make your situation right. worse. Um, right. Because I often have people who would come in and then they go, I need your help. And then I'd go, why did you do that? Well, I thought that would solve the problem or that, and I'd go, oh, my God, I would have told you never to do that. Or, so now right. they've made it actually worse. 
Um, <laughs> right. And so, thump pile. Right. I'm always like, just have a conversation at least so you know what not to do to make it worse. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, and, and when we start talking about things like that, I know one of the um, questions, we'll, as we have here every week, we have a question of the week, business question mm-hmm. of the week, and normally I might answer that we have an expert like yourself to answer that. And so Rolanda out of Delaware, Dover, Delaware, her question was about her personal uh, credit. She, you know, she's building her business and she needs to get a line of credit and has not been able to. And she's trying to figure out what can she do to circumvent that. So I guess I would ask, you know, for you, what impact can personal credit have on a business owner's ability to get business credit? Actually, it has a big impact, um, mm-hmm. especially in the early years, because the business doesn't have its own real long-term history yet, where a, a bank can look and say, okay, you know, you've been in business five years, and each year you've generated revenue, so we're comfortable with lending you money. In the, mm-hmm. you know, in the first three, four years, they don't have enough of a track record yet. And so the companies Mm -hmm. that are lending money want to look at your personal credit to determine whether or not they're going to give your business any credit. So if your personal Mm -hmm. credit is way messed up, you're going to have a hard time getting business credit. And most Mm -hmm. people think automatically that the two are separated. Um, You know, for example, when somebody works at a company, and you know how you you get a corporate card from a, a let's say American Express or whatever because you're working for a particular company, they still check that employee's personal credit before they get that corporate card. So I tell folks your personal credit is often very much tied up into what you're trying to do. Now, for example, the young lady who asked the question, uh, one of the things that she needs to do is obviously pull her personal credit to take a look at what's on there. Then Mm -hmm. she probably should have two conversations, one with – the SBA, the Small Business Administration, she should take a copy of her credit report in and talk to them and say, okay, this is what my report looks like and this is what my score looks like, and have them talk to her about what items, because it may not be everything on there that she needs to deal with, but what items is it that they think she needs to start to deal with to improve her chances of getting a loan. And do the same thing with one of the SBA lenders. Like, for example, I think Bank of America is an SBA lender. Mm-hmm. go in with a copy of your credit report and score and say, okay, my score is, and I'm just going to use a random number, 575, and this is what my okay. report looks like. So the Bank of America can say, you're looking at my court. No, just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my, our minimum number that we need is 620, let's say. They may say right. that's our requirements for you to get an SBA loan, and so you need to get from where you are to 620, and here are the things that we think you should work on that would probably get you to the point where you could qualify for us. So that way you know, okay, this is what they think is important. Because sometimes people look at their credit and go, oh, I need to get my score up. I'm going to go pay off this collection account from five years ago, mm-hmm. and it's $50. They're not and thinking about that. Fall off. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. They're thinking mm-hmm. about um, last month you paid your credit card late. That's mm-hmm. what they're focused on. But the person's focused on the collection account from five years ago. So you mm-hmm. need to go in and find out what the lenders in the Small Business Administration are focused on so you work on the right things. Because it's not often – often it's not – I should say it this way. Often it's not that you have to work on everything. So okay. you just want to 
we have limited time, as we talked about earlier. You want to right. spend that limited time on the right things. Right, effectively. Right, right. That makes sense. You know, go in and see what they are looking for because you might be thinking one thing, but they're absolutely thinking something else. And if you're spending all your time getting rid of the collection accounts from five, six years ago and you had a problem 12 months ago and they want you to attack that, you know, that's the point. I, I get it. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. What are some yeah. of the best ways, you know, we kind of toss around that, you know, let me back up and ask you this. But before we do that, we do need to take a break. I want to come okay. back. I've heard a lot of about the credit scores and, and, and how everything is being calculated and some changes to that. So I'm really interested in that. And I wanted you to be able to share that with our audience. Would that be okay? Would you do that for sure. us today? All right, wonderful. And if you're listening to us here, we are live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, and our very special guest is Ms. Sonia Smith-Valentine. She is the CEO of Financially Fierce LLC. I love it. She's a CPA and attorney, and she has information that she's sharing with us today. Make sure you go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now and check out our featured guest. You can learn all about Ms. Sonia find her website information, and also want you to be able to call her up so if there are some challenges you might be facing, she can assist you with. So we'll be right back, Sonia, because I want you to tell us about what's going on with this new credit system here. We'll take a short break. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, we have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The full body cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com we're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're not listening to both sisters. We're not listening to both sisters. We're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I tell you, it's a great show today. We're talking about discovering financial wellness and winning debt relief strategies. We're here with our special guest, Miss Sonia Smith-Valentine. Sonia, when we took a break, we were going to talk about those strategies or rather the changes 
to mm-hmm. the credit scoring system, and, and, and I hope that you can give us your opinion on that as well. <laughs> don't want to put you on the spot, but I, no, I'm no, that's fine. that it's going to be better <laughs> for us, and, and, and you know, then we can, we can just uh, go from there. But what's happening? What are they doing now? Well, um, some changes are coming this fall, which actually I think are good changes. Okay. <clears throat> FICO, which is the company that created the credit scoring equation and the whole credit scoring model, has uh-huh. um, realized that... Which I that think is like the Wizard of Oz, but that's my opinion. Well, luckily they've realized that there are some things that are affecting uh, folks' met, um, credit scores that they should uh-huh. handle differently, and that is okay. medical debt. So okay. they're making some changes about how medical debt is going to affect your credit score. So, for example, one of the changes, let's say you had a medical debt that went to collections, and Mm -hmm. then you settle that debt. Mm -hmm. That debt is now going to be ignored for your credit score. Really? You had medical debt, went to collections, and then you settle it. They're going to ignore that debt. That collection account, yes, that's what I say. And then was that around it, some of the, the new health law? Was that packaged in there? Was that a part of that? No, this was just a decision that FICO made on their own. Um, okay. I okay. think they got, okay. what happened was there was a, um, some research done. Okay. And they came to realize that medical debt is really different than most other debt that people carry, you know, your mortgages, mm-hmm. your car loans, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. often – Sometimes the reason you have these medical collections is not that the person didn't want to pay their medical debt, but there's so much confusion with was it covered by insurance, was it supposed to be submitted to the insurance company, how much was the deductible, that so much of that problem props up that it really wasn't fair to really bring down people's scores with this medical debt in the way that they are and that medical debt shouldn't be let's say equal to you not paying your credit card or your car loan because Mm -hmm. the level of confusion and problems that happened with health insurance and stuff Mm -hmm. getting paid and deductibles um right they they recognize yeah yeah they recognize Mm -hmm. you know we're we're really penalizing people in a way we shouldn't so, mm-hmm. you know, because many times if something comes up and you get a, a collection letter about your medical debt, you're like, oh, well, I thought that was paid. Okay, well, let me pay mm-hmm. it now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. if you have medical debt um, that's in collections, they're going to, if you haven't settled it yet, they're going to at least discount how much it hurts your credit score. Okay, so, that's good. The collections that are settled, ignored. The collections for medical debt that hasn't been settled, it will still have some impact, but not as much of an impact. And so okay. these changes are coming in the fall and probably on average will be able to increase a person's credit score by up to 25 points. Wow. That's good. Yes. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's exactly. good. That's good. You know, that that is a huge plus um, because uh, the other thing is, You've got to go back. I say you've got to go back to business owners who I am. That's who I am, and I'm a champion for business owners, many who do not have insurance still right. um, to this day or may have a type of insurance that does not cover those things. And, 
you know, it, it's, it's a real situation that we look right. at here with, with the health care and way, not just the insurance and the way things are billing, but even the cost of it, you know. It right. Is, it is. So that's Well, that's I, good, I, I'm it? glad that they made this change because I think, yeah. you know, like you say, most small business owners often aren't covered. And right. when you get sick, it's, it's not something that you said, oh, let me go out and get sick. As opposed yeah, to you went out right. and bought the car, so you knew you were going to have that car loan. Or you knew right. when you used a credit card, you consciously made that decision to purchase. When it right. gets sick, it's kind of going, uh-oh, uh, got to go to the doctor, got to go to the hospital. It wasn't right. something you woke up and said, I want to go get sick. Right, and it's most of the time it's an emergency room visit, which can be yeah. a lot more expensive because they waited, right. exactly. you know, to the end until they were about to die before they went right. in there for fear of the cost and, and, and missing missing business, not being able exactly. to work. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think this is a great change. I'm really glad mm-hmm. that uh, FICO is doing this, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be helpful because, for people who are kind of right on the line as to whether they could get credit or couldn't or, Mm -hmm. you know, on that line of would I get a better rate if I was, you know, just a few points higher because I would be in a different category, I think this is going to be great. I think people who couldn't get credit are going to be able to and people are going to be able to get better uh, interest rates now because they're going to have higher scores and put them in better categories. Right, right. And let me ask you, too, I know there's a lot out here um, when we talked about, we, we talked a lot really about it at the top of the show, about disputing um, with our creditors and how we need to really contact uh, someone like yourself for some things that um, we, can, we can even sue for. But what, what, what are some of those ways or the best ways to deal with a dispute that you may have with one of your creditors? Because that, that's reporting uh, now Absolutely. this information on your report. Absolutely. Um, there are a couple of things that people should do. I recognize mm-hmm. that everybody assumes if they call into customer service, that solves the problem. And unfortunately, that doesn't always solve the problem. I have mm-hmm. had folks who've called into customer service and they've been told no problem, and then the problem still ends up existing. Um, right. <clears throat> because customer service they have a limited window of things that they can do. So I always say to somebody, yes, call the customer service. Hopefully they get started on the problem. But follow that up with a letter to the company. And I often say don't send it to the customer service address because you're still getting mm-hmm. the same customer service people. I mm-hmm, say spend mm-hmm. a few minutes, hop on Google, find the mm-hmm. headquarters address, and send your letter to follow up on your problem to the office of the president. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to get customer service Mm-mm. when the letter gets to that office. You're going to get some folks who are higher-level management who are going to take your letter and give it to somebody specific to say, follow up on this problem. You Let have me a- just say right there, Sonia, thank you for saying that. And that's not just for the credit. That's for any type of issue you're having with business. Customer service, they're trained to yep. to take information and take it out. You know, just take it in, take it out, nothing yep. in between. The way they're training people, that we're not teaching people how to think, use logic. They have systems. you got to press this button. You ask anything else outside of pressing that, that red button that they were told to press, you know, <laughs> you, you're not going to get it. So I, I love that you said that. You know, find the office 
of the president, and generally that's where you will get some type of response. And we Absolutely. do have to make the time to, to, to do to do that, though. Right, you know, and it doesn't, and it, mm-hmm. the letter doesn't have to be a novel. Mm-hmm. Often mm-hmm. it's better if your letter is a page at the most, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point. This is my issue. This is what I want to see resolving it. And send right. it in. And usually, like I said, you're going to get somebody higher up. Now, in addition to that, if for some reason between customer service and doing your letter doesn't get you a response, believe it or not, there are actually some governmental agencies that help with individual disputes. Hmm. I know everybody talks about the FTC, and I love my Mm -hmm. people there because I know lots of people there, but the Uh FTC is not set up to deal with individual complaints. They compile complaints so that if they get you know, too many complaints about a particular company, they'll go after that company. But your mm-hmm. individual complaint is not resolved. Okay. However, most financial uh, institutions, credit card companies, mortgage companies, so on and so forth, all have a primary financial regulator. Mm-hmm. And that primary regulator, like there, there's the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, there's the new one, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, there's lots of them that exist. Mm-hmm, if you file mm-hmm. a complaint with the regulator, they actually will contact the company about your complaint. So if I'm with, you know, company, credit card company XYZ, I mm-hmm. need to go online and Google regulator for credit card No, I, there's an easy way to find out, believe it okay. or not. Okay. <clears throat> One of the, this, is, this is actually the government getting it right. Mm. As much as we complain about stuff that they did wrong, <laughs> they, right? Exactly. This is one of those they got right. So you know, this is called. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So you called customer service and you've written in and didn't resolve your problem. Uh-huh. There is a website called helpwithmybank.gov. Help. Helpwithmybank. Help Dot gov. Uh-huh. With my bank. Uh-huh. Dot gov. And if Dot you go gov. in there okay. and put in the name of the creditor that you're having the problem with, it will tell you which regulator is the regulator for that company. And wow. often has the link to the regulator site so that you can go file a complaint. Wow. Wow. I know. Well, I was like, wow, wow. you got it right. You, <laughs> yes, you heard stories and success stories from that, you know. From, oh, yeah. From, from I've, I've used it files. for my clients myself. I use it all the time mm-hmm. when I have mm-hmm. a problem mm-hmm. with a company and they're not listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, that's good. And we're going to have to tweet oh, yeah. that. Help with mybank.gov. That's great information. Great information. Absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that way you can find out who the primary regulator is and file a complaint to say, hey, look, I've called, I've written, I'm not getting any help. And often mm-hmm. the company will get the problem resolved. They don't like regulators in their life. Now let me ask you, you know, it, it, does a person, before they contact them, does a person need to have reached out to the company several times or can someone just say, you know what, I'm having this problem I shouldn't be having this problem. Let me just call the regulator. No, the regulators want to see that you at least have attempted at least once to try to solve the problem with the company. Okay, okay. So that's why I say if you've called and then you wrote the letter to the office of the president and you didn't get a resolution, 
I say then go to helpwithmybank.gov. Because Mm -hmm. besides the fact that you called, which often is your word against theirs, you at least have, here's a copy of the letter that I sent them. So Mm -hmm. now there's something in writing tangible to show the regulator, no, no, I actually contacted them, and and this is what I told them, and here's my letter. Right, and they should send it, I I guess, with some documentation, a delivery receipt or something like that showing that. uh, certified mm -hmm. uh, return receipt requested, Mm -hmm. so you got proof that they got it. Mhm, mhm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I always say to everybody, and I know people say this is maybe a negative way to look at it, but I got to tell you, my mm-hmm. clients uh, who've handled it this way have handled stuff much better. I go in, even for myself, daily mm-hmm. life. Mhm. I, I assume that they're not going to get it right. Okay. Okay. I assume that whomever I'm talking to on the phone is going to screw it up. Okay. And I assume that I'm going to have to write a letter. And I assume that I'm going to have to provide documentation. Because if it turns out that I have to get to the point of a lawsuit, I already want to have everything set up. Yeah. Right. So I get your mind ready, too. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I can see that for myself. If they do Mm -hmm. it right, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. But if they do it wrong, Mm -hmm. I'm not now playing catch up on what am I going to do. Right, right. So it's just it's just a matter of making sure you keep documentation yes. so that if in case, you know, you never know that type yes. of deal. Yes. Um, oh, it absolutely. happens all the time. I recently helped somebody um, in a fight that they had been doing with Verizon for quite some time. And luckily mm-hmm. that person had plenty of documentation of who she had spoke to, what she had done, so that when mm-hmm. I got involved and was, you know, finally dealing with the right people at Verizon, and they were mm-hmm. like, well, this happened. No, 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 that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what happened. I've got the documentation, you know. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. even though you're dealing with somebody at the company who's mm-hmm. above customer service, they don't always have access to all of the records at the company. Right. So there have, there have been many times where I had copies of letters that they couldn't even see. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you know, and 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 it's on the the top end of that as well. It's 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 the point that they they don't have the copies, like you said. But you know, you never know what someone is doing, you know, to to make sure that file is correct in the first place. So you definitely want to keep everything on you, you know, exactly. Because stuff gets right. misfiled, missed, uh, attached to the wrong account all the time. Right. Right, right, so, right, right. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, you know, I tell you, Sonia, you, this has been a great, great subject matter to be talking about. And if you just tuned in, you're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, with our very special guest, Miss Sonia Smith Valentine. She is helping us today prepare financially, and also we're talking about those debt release strategies. And, you know, this time is moving fast. I wanted you to know if you just missed the first half of the show, you can catch this this show and all our other great shows, don't you worry. Just go to WealthySistersRadio.com, WealthySistersRadio.com, and check out our library there for all of our great shows and this one as well. And, Sonia, you know, as we wrap up here, I know um, there's a lot around identity theft I've seen. It's, it's huge now. There are so many services out here, commercials. Can you share with us um, today, you know, what are the best steps to take to minimize the chances of becoming a victim of identity theft? 
and having that sure. negative impact to score. Because it's not so much even in the financial. I know there's medical as well. <laughs> taking there's your, all kind of identity the, theft. Yeah. Um, the number, criminal. The, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the number one thing that I always say to folks, if you are not shopping for credit, which most of us on a regular basis are not, right? Um, you know, until you need to buy a car or whatever, what you need to do is put a credit freeze on your credit reports. Okay. Not a fraud alert, but a credit freeze. Okay. And what a credit, credit freeze, freeze is, it is something where you let each of the three credit bureaus know, look, I don't want you giving out my credit report to anybody but my current creditors who already exist. Mm-hmm. So they will block access to your credit report. Let's say somebody gets a hold of your information and says, you know what, I'm going to go open up a MasterCard in your name. Well, Mm -hmm. when MasterCard goes and asks for your credit report, the credit bureau will say, sorry, it's frozen. We can't give that to you. And MasterCard Mm -hmm. is not going to open up a new account without being able Mm -hmm. to see someone's credit report. Mm -hmm. So that has blocked that thief from now using your information. Now, how, how come I don't hear people talking about a credit freeze like that? Is that is it a fee for that? How easy is it for someone to put a freeze on their credit? It is very easy. You just okay. would have to go to each um, credit bureau's website, Experian, okay. Equifax, and TransUnion. It's a okay. like a five dollar fee to freeze it, okay. and it will stay frozen until you decide to unfreeze it. And it's, okay. what happens is, is when you freeze it. They send you a um, PIN number that okay. is your PIN number. So anytime you want to unfreeze it, you just have to contact them with your PIN number and say, I want to unfreeze it for a week or two weeks or whatever or a month because I'm shopping for a mortgage or car loan, whatever. And they will unfreeze it for that period of time so that you can do what you need to do, and then they'll freeze okay. it back. Oh, all um, for $5. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So, Right. But this way, you know, every time you turn on the news, you hear this place has been hacked and this place has been hacked and this place has been hacked. You don't have to panic each time because you're like, my stuff is frozen, so good luck. (laughs) You know, they can't use your information. That is probably the number one way to help Mm -hmm. really minimize your chances. The reason Mm -hmm. you don't hear about it is because businesses don't want Mm -hmm. that promoted. You yeah, know how no, often you're in the store and they're like, would yeah. you like to open up an account for another 10% off? Yeah. Well, yeah if your yeah. credit is frozen, you can't open up instant credit. So right, in right. the business's mind, you're hindering our ability to do business. So that's right. why it doesn't get promoted. But it exists. Right. It absolutely exists. Yeah, and then I, I'd imagine the theft um, services, strategy services, uh, pre- prevention they probably don't want it as well, you know, for you to buy all of these other things to prevent. Right. They want you to um, buy the monitoring mm-hmm. yeah, of the your monitoring. credit. Right. The problem right. is exactly. the theft has already happened. Right. So mm-hmm. now you've monitored. Yes, we can minimize how much it impacts, but why not mm-hmm. do something that helps prevent it from happening in the first place? The, cre- mm-hmm. the freeze helps prevent it from happening. The monitoring mm-hmm. is just such that you get notified sooner that you've been a victim. I'd rather go to sleep knowing the chances of me being a victim have been minimized. I'm going to put a freeze on. 
<laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sonia, I tell you, this has just been a great show. I appreciate the information that you've shared with us today. And I want to encourage everyone to go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. Click there on our featured guest. Um, so that you can go to Sonia's website, learn more about her. And do you help people all across the country, Sonia? Yes. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Well, just about 60 seconds. What would you like to leave our guests with today? Um, I'd like them to go to financiallyfierce.com, which is my website. I have plenty of information because I'm a believer in sharing information. And I even have some um, information on the product page where they can get additional help, CDs, DVDs, books, to help them really start to learn the information they need to know. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Sonia, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio Show today. Uh, We look forward to seeing you again here. Continued success to you. And thank you so much for being a champion for all of us and helping uh, spread the word about how we do not have to lay down and take it, and there are alternatives there for us. Continued success, my sister. Thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, we've come to that time in the show where our very special correspondent, financial correspondent, Ms. Marcella, has some words to share with us today. This is Marcella Mullen-Williams with your Wealthy Sisters Wealth Strategy segment. Imagine being retired before you're 30 years old. Now, if you're older than 30, imagine being retired on time at whatever age you desire. It's possible, and the more you plan towards it, the more realistic it becomes. If the idea of retiring before the age of 30 seems a bit out of reach, think again. I recently read an article about a man who retired at the age of 27. Yes, you heard me correctly, 27 years old and retired. His retirement wasn't due to overnight financial success. Instead, he created a well-planned strategy and executed it precisely. Thus, he retired at an age when most of us are still swimming in debt. As a wealth strategist and coach, I teach my clients about why it is imperative to define long-term goals and create a strategy that is manageable and realistic. So here are four tips I suggest to start bringing your retirement age closer. One, make an executive decision. Oftentimes when people think of retirement, they think of being in their late 50s and early 60s. And while that's most often the case, an earlier retirement age is possible and depends on the amount of money you want to have saved. To make an executive decision on your retirement, decide on your desired after-tax financial goal and ideal age for being retired. Two, Write out the X's and O's. Create a deliberate, realistic, and actionable plan to make your retirement goals come true. Be meticulous in your planning by sitting down with a financial planner and creating a strategy built around your dreams of property ownership, investments, savings accounts, and debt management. Three, build your bench strength. Whether you are a business owner or you have a team who relies on you, Make sure you have people who are suited to fill in for you when it's time for you to retire. Training employees to take higher leadership roles will make your exit strategy easier and also increase your quality of retirement. And four, what does retirement look like for you? This is the final point, but actually it's your first step towards retirement. 
you can set your financial goals and do everything you need to to carry them out as planned. But if you don't have a clear understanding of what your retirement years will look like, it will stop you in your tracks. So be imaginative or visionary about your retirement. Think of the places to travel, things to do with your money, personal goals, and more. Retirement isn't the end of life. It's the beginning of enjoying what you've spent a portion of your life working towards. When you plan out the details and make smart steps towards reaching your goals, you can look at retirement as a phase of life where you have the financial means to really enjoy yourself. Thank you so much, Marcella. Please go to WealthySistersRadio.com. Click on our featured correspondence, and you can learn more about Marcella Malone-Williams and all of our other dynamic correspondents. Well, we, again, just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio today. And, you know, as we end our show every week with the power song, of knowing that you are in control, that you have the power, and to definitely not lay down and let anyone is often a concern that we talked about. But when there's something wrong, go ahead and settle it. Don't put your head in the sand. Go ahead and take care of it as soon as you can. Because there's no reason for you to be afraid. You know your intentions you know where you stand, and you know that you are in control. You are powerful. You're not powerless. There are ways around whatever situation you might be experiencing. So know that. And also, as we talked about earlier, any concerns around debt or challenges, there's no need to feel bad about that. It's not. It doesn't define who you are. It's life experiences, lessons that we learn from. You are still the best you. And there's nothing wrong, there's nothing broken. I love that, as Abraham Hicks or Jerry Hicks, of uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks, they say, it's nothing wrong, it's nothing broken. You are who you are and you are who you're supposed to be. So we encourage you to continue to tune in to us every week here at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Wealthy Sisters Radio. And also, if you miss us live, that's okay. You can catch us at our WealthySistersRadio.com, and you can download all of our uh, shows there. We're on iTunes, free for you. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next week. And as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.